Do a podcast? I think we should maybe do this podcast. All right, let's do a podcast episode. Let's let's make a podcast today. <laughs> um, I I made a follow up card, and mm. I have one for you, one for me. Let's talk about um, it. Yeah. So the follow up I had for you was, did they like the whiskey? Ah, I wondered if you were going to ask this. Um, I haven't even opened it yet because they, oh, okay. they came over and they were tired and they're like, we're just going to, so they didn't stay for drinks. Gotcha. Um, I have been in, um, enjoying the beer that I got though. I've been doing, doing my hazy IPAs, you know? Nice. Yeah. So that's been good, but I haven't even opened the whiskey. So. Gotcha. So this is that local uh, brewery that you like? What well, I mean, yeah, one of them. Brewdog. Brewdog. That's right. Brewdog. Do you have to wear um, like yacht yacht clothes when you go to Brewdog? You you have to wear a very deep V. Um, deep Vs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have chest hair... Um, you're going to get some. You're going to get it. <laughs> you're welcome. Okay, great. Um, let's, let's call that addressed. Uh, the other follow-up was following up on that we had Jack's girlfriend over on Friday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that because that's what Jack calls her. Yeah, I mean, that was not how she was introduced last week. You No. You called this person um, a lady friend, I think? <laughs> I think that sounds like something I would say. Okay, so so now Jack is calling this person his girlfriend. That's right. Okay. Okay. So take me through the night, man. What happened? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, she's only, she was only over for a couple hours before dinner. Um, but yeah, they were like excited and playing with each other and running around. Um, Jack wanted to show her things. Uh, like um, we, we, we have a rule just in general that when you go upstairs to your bedroom to play with friends, that door's got to be open. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just reminded them of that and they were great. They just were running around and being friends. Um, but I got to talk about when they left. Okay. So her dad comes to pick her up. We have a little awkward chit chat, whatever. Um, I saw Jack blow her a kiss. He like, he like <gasps> kind of got out of, um, like I, I had to see it through my peripheral cause he, he went, he was like trying to like be sneaky so we wouldn't oh. see him do it. Um, but yeah, he did. What did He's she and, six? Yes, 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 yes. That is that is um, true. I'm curious. How did this person react? How did she react? I think she sort of just like <laughs> um, her eyes got a little big, and she was like, "Did, dad, did my dad see that?" Um, mm, and he did not. Oh, like not necessarily. I don't like this, but oh my goodness, my, our parents are here. What are you doing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Oh man. This is just the beginning, man. Just the <laughs> I'm, beginning. I'm, I am not prepared for this. I don't, I don't know how one prepares for this. I don't know. And we haven't really been through this with any of our kids yet. Yeah. So you don't have any, um, any insight for me. So then, a few days later, Jack drops the bombshell on us. Okay. They've kissed. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. What is happening over there, man? <laughs> Oh, no. So we we listened to him. We wanted to make sure we understood the situation. Right, And right. then we told him, um, you're too young to be kissing girls. Mm. 
Mm, okay. And if if uh, <laughs> if this young lady asks you about that, you can say that your parents told you that you're too young to kiss. Okay. Did did, did he? <laughs> I have so many questions. I have so many questions. Like, where is yeah. the opportune time for a first grader yeah. to you know? On the bus, they sit together on the bus. Okay. Okay. Right. So, man, this is just. This is fascinating to me. Now, I, I do have to say, I say I haven't been through this, but um, it's it's not only possible, but maybe even likely that my middle kid, mm. Anna, who has a very loose relationship with the truth and what she tells okay. us, um, yeah. that she, she's that she's already been involved with with people, boyfriend, girlfriend, I don't know. Um, sure. She talks about her current crush, who's a girl that we don't um, know much about. Uh, but it's also like her best friend. So like, sure. but it's also possible that she's like holding hands with people and she doesn't feel like she needs to tell us that. No. I don't know if she's kissed anybody yet, but the other two, ne- they would absolutely, yeah, they would absolutely, they tell us everything about everything. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so wow. Yeah. Now I, I think this relationship could be headed for some rocky roads because okay. they've altered the bus schedule such that she's no longer going to be riding his bus. Oh. And we just found this out, I think, yesterday. Uh, and he is not happy. So this is the route that they're changing? Because they're in the same class, aren't they? They're in the same class. That's correct. Okay. And they, you know, sh- she lives close to us. Yeah. Um, but there's a... There's enough kids on the bus. There's enough whatever going on that they yeah. need to kind of change up some of the bus stuff. Um, I suspect they have problems just staffing buses yes, these exactly. days. exactly. Yep. So it could be some of that too. I don't know. But whatever. In any event, she'll no longer be on his bus. Oh, man. That's – there's some heartbreak in your future, man. Dealing with, I need, I, I need to emotionally prepare for that. I okay. think so. I'm going to call that FF. Oh, I could talk about addressed. this for hours. I could talk about that yeah. for hours. Okay. Um, what's? Oh, we didn't vote. Oh yeah, we didn't vote, but that's okay well, because whatever. there's not many cards. Yeah, here. we're good. Um, you had one, and what went well? New glasses have made my world HD. Um, it, it had been like three or four years since I'd gotten new spectacles. And gotcha. the and so I finally went to the eye doctor. Didn't go all of the pandemic and probably a year at least before that. Right. Um. And my prescription changed marginally. You know, like the okay. like the like. Oh yeah, you seem like a normal person, and your retinas haven't detached, so everything's okay. <laughs> um. But so that isn't the shock. The shock is that I was wearing these like kind of scratched up glasses, and so when I got these guys, it's like. Someone pulled a cloud from in front right. of my face. It's amazing. It's amazing. And you wear your glasses pretty much all the time. I do. I don't like contacts. Um, I don't want to put. I don't want to put anything in my eyeball, um, right. ever. Yeah, I, I am totally the same way. I've never, I've never even like tried contacts or anything. Mm-hmm. But I don't wear my glasses all the time. Right. I really only need them for distance. Okay. Right. I have what's called astigmatism. Which means my eyeballs are shaped like footballs. Oh, that's not the way they're supposed to be. No, they're supposed to be like spherical. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a geometry major, but I get right. it. Right, I'm not a, I'm not a, 
I'm not a shape doctor, but um, one question I have: you you brought up that you went to the optometrist. Um, I am almost unable to perform the thing the the thing where they like ask you like the puff in your eye to uh-huh. do some test. Uh-huh. Yep. I'm like unable to restrain myself from blinking. You oh you blink okay I thought maybe you like I, have a the rest of your body reacts in some way <laughs> I could picture like, you being like I, um, I decline this test I, like I'm a grown ass man yeah and they have to treat me like I'm a kid yeah you can't I mean with any of these things can't you just say I decline this test <laughs> I mean I, I guess that's probably true I am a grown ass man as right. I said I could just be like no I don't want to. Well, this this brings up an interesting point. I recently saw something this is a trend. I know this is getting off on a tangent but I find this really interesting like just for advocating for oneself. Like mm. we treat the doctor and medical professionals as if they have all the answers, but sometimes we know things that they don't. And one sure. of the things in particular is there are many people for whom um getting Wade at a doctor's office, um, it can be a triggering moment for them. Um, right. And so there are now, um, I, I think maybe even some places that offer these kinds of cards, but people that are carrying these cards that say, please only take my weight if it's medically necessary. And if it gotcha. is, please do not tell me the, nu-, you know, all these kinds of like, like this kind of thing. And anyway, I, I, I say that to say like, we're not often told that we can, reject portions of some kind of exam and it's true but it's still our body so anyway <laughs> right yeah uh okay cool well i'm glad that you got new glasses are you wearing them right now i am they look exactly like the old ones they do <laughs> couldn't really tell okay um let's see i'm gonna go to could be improved uh this one's from me it just says the word ukraine so if you're listening to this not in real time, uh, was it a couple days ago? Wednesday morning, yeah. we, we learned of the yeah. invasion. Yep. So Vladimir Putin has ordered uh, Russian military um, into Ukraine. So the sovereign state um, of Ukraine. A country. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, so a couple of things. He called it a military operation or whatever. It's an invasion. It's, he's like gone to war with this country. Yep. Um, and he's used – he's like hid behind these uh, separatist regions right. and yep. said that he's doing this to protect them. Right. Right. So I mean, I mean any country with the kind of history that – you know, well, really any country anywhere – Sure. has complicated histories and ukraine is obviously one of them where it used to be part of the ussr it, you know it's obvious it obviously shares quite a bit of border with russia still yeah. and so there are folks within ukraine who are you know sympathetic to russia and what moscow is up to and whatever um yeah. just like there's other countries that probably have people like that too um, and I think there probably are some, you know, kind of like separatists who are interested in a um, larger Russian state or Russian control or, you know, whatever. Let's get back under those wings. Sure. But it's a pretty flimsy – from the point of view of pretty much anyone else, it's a pretty flimsy argument for invading the entire country. Yeah. So anyway. 
At this point, I'm under the impression that Kiev is pretty much surrounded. I don't think it's been totally taken over by the, by the Russian forces and that nothing has happened to the president yet. The president of the, the, the Ukrainian president. Yep, that's right. So I think Zelensky, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, so he apparently gave an address this afternoon to the, what, was it NATO? Other, other allies, essentially, and said, yeah. this might be the last time you see me alive, which is right. just horrifying that we're, we're talking about. I mean, <clears throat> this kind of thing rarely happens really anywhere in the world right now. I mean, there's obviously a lot of war, um, but the kind of like quote unquote democracies attacking each other is not something that we've seen in a really, really long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just really, I don't, it's really hit me this week. I work with a woman who's from there and um, obviously she's directly affected by it. She has oh, family. Yeah. She like visits there often. Right. Um, but I mean, other people are indirectly affected too. And it's just like, this is like real people. I don't know. It just seems so much more real to me than other conflicts have. Um, I, I don't for like for, for whatever reason. Yeah. I wonder too. Um, I have a thought on this and it's, it's, yeah. it's one of those things that I think is, well, let, well, let's try it on for size. I think that there's sometimes a racial component. Um, and let me, sure. let me um, connect this to actually Israel. Um, because I have had uh, – so many people who live in Israel – this is – I'm going to go off on a tangent for a second. Many people okay. who live in Israel um, have ancestors who came from Europe. So post-Holocaust, what's called Ashkenazi Jewish people went back into Israel. Israel became and or was, was called then um, uh, a nation again. Yep. And inevitably, it displaced a lot of people who were living there. And we have now Israel-Palestinian conflagration. So this is, this is an, an ongoing thing. Many folks in the West are very sympathetic to people of Israel and less so to the Palestinian people. One of right. the reasons that I suspect that's true is that many Israeli people – look still very white. They look sure. fairly European. And many Palestinians look very Middle Eastern. Right. Anyway, coming back to Ukraine, the people of Ukraine are very, very white by and yeah. large. And so are the people in in Russia. Now, 100 years ago, because white is a construct, um, 100, <laughs> 100 years ago, that would not have been the case. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah, like what what is considered white is has has always fluctuated. Italian was not totally. always considered white, right? Sure. Um, and and like Eastern European was not considered white. So, but the these days most people would look at Eastern European folks and say they look like me. Yeah, that, I think what white people in the, in the like, states. Yeah, there's something in my brain that's like they're in my in-group and like yeah. this feels really bad because they're in my in-group or something like that this somehow hits closer to home sure. the way that we are programmed is to see the world <laughs> racially sure and so when folks who look 
like the way that we racially identify are experiencing some kind of turmoil or loss or in this case inevitably tragic war we yeah. we are programmed to identify with them and and yeah anyway that's that that's my thought on this sure i mean i you know i i i want to become bigger than my programming of course but i i think this kind of lands for me that that's probably something I'm, yeah. to do with it anyway Anyway, okay. but yeah, it's def- it's hit me too. For what it's worth, sure. I feel pretty affected by this. This feels like: yeah. Are we on the proce- precipice of World War Three? Will totally. it actually get there? Are we all just going to stand around and like watch Russia like just overthrow an entire group? And then what happens then? I mean, it just like the whole just thing feels like yeah. Man, I don't know. I don't want war either. Like I don't want American troops going to war either. But Boy, I don't know. It's complicated. I'm sure yes. there's anything new to add there. I just wanted to bring it up because I can't stop thinking about it. Totally. Totally. It's what's going on this week. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's go a little lighter here. New. There, there's a discussion topic. New CDC community levels. I'm not quite sure what this card means, Josh. Yeah. So I look at I look at the CDC like um, COVID page every mm. um, pretty much every, every so day. Often. Oh, okay. Every so often, more like every so hour, um, <clears throat> too often, too often, probably for my uh-huh. own good. But it's kind of like some people look at their bank state or their like bank balances, <laughs> and I'm like, "What's the COVID levels?" Um, anyway, How they those levels looking. They recently, like today, they posted this thing that they're shifting away from. There was like um, a measure of, I don't know if it, what it was called, contagiousness or something, and it was mm. like like low, medium, substantial, and high or something like that. And recently okay. my county, I know this because my county went from high to substantial on the oh. – right? So it went it, from red it to orange. Reduced. Mm-hmm. It went down. And it reminded – the fact that it went from high to substantial reminded me of this old um, arrested development bit – Okay. Where they're talking about Bluth stock and Jim Cramer on Mad Money is like, I'm going to say they're getting better. I'm going to say it's a don't buy. <laughs> and and um, and so uh, Michael and George Michael are looking at each other and George Michael is like, is this happening? Is this for, <laughs> this is this is the one, man. This is the they're like they're so excited about that. They're now a don't buy. Sure. Anyway, I was so excited that we were. <laughs> We're down to substantial. <laughs> yeah. Right. So anyway, all that to say, I look at that particular map quite a bit because it's accounted by county level. It wasn't loading today. And there's a little hmm. like thing at the top that links to this thing. And they've got a new basically they're coming up with a new metric. Gotcha. Um, and it instead of four levels, there's three. And hmm. it it looks like it'll probably take more into account with regard to the fact that uh, folks are so like the immunity is much more widespread now um, in various gotcha. forms. So anyway, I, I think it's a little bit easier to understand and each level has guidance. Um, so, gotcha. so the, the County that you're in um, would have, for example, if you're in low uh, it's basically like um, possibly mask inside, always take care of your immunocompromised people and other folks that might be at risk keep up to date with vaccines and then like it, it then it adds at, at yellow or medium it's like um consider um mm-hmm. reducing things like that 
and then finally it's like uh look for your community because you might be asked to ask to isolate more often and i don't know things like that so anyway it's it's a little bit more like here's the thing and here's what it means for your community which i think will be helpful going forward because we're in this kind of like limbo with covid right now okay so i'm i found a page that has like this um uh, like the, the the definitions that you were kind of just describing. There's also a map. So there's like the definition page yes. and then like the map page. That's right. That's right. Gotcha. Put this in the no shows. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well. Uh, so I so so I think what this means is that we'll see fewer places requiring masks. I think so. At, at least yeah. when your county is in the green or yellow. Um, sure. And then, and then it'll be like, oh, here come the restrictions. Cases are going up. You know, we have, and they have a measure that goes with a like, little more predictable. Yeah, maybe. exactly. Um, and it's tied to not only um, number of cases, but it's also it's tied to hospitalization rates, which is probably mm. a better indicator now of where we're at, because there could be a lot of people, you know, potentially getting it, but if no one's going to the hospital for it, then it might not. It might not necessarily warrant going into the next most severe gotcha. level. Anyway. Okay, I'm Dakota County. Mine is green. Sweet. Yeah. We're down to green? Okay. <laughs> is this so happening? <laughs> so what were they before? I don't even remember. It was like, oh, okay. I feel like it was low, medium, substantial, and high. Or mm. something like that, but... um. But the fact that it was like, or maybe substantial and extreme, I don't remember exactly, but it was just very ominous. The language was ominous. So, All right. I'm marking that addressed. Let's get back to what went well. You've got one here, Josh. Keyboard tray on my desk. Yeah. I don't know if you can see this very well, but I have, oh, I've attached this to my desk. My, oh, I have a blurry thing. Sorry. Um, anyway. I slid it onto my standing desk. I did this mostly because I, I have a I have some music stuff that I like to put on the desk now, and there was like okay. nowhere to put my keyboard and mouse and stuff. And so I've this never about real estate. Yes, but I mean, I already have like a, a monitor stand. I've got a you know laptop stand. The issue I was running into is when I put the keyboard on the desk, there's like nowhere to put anything else. Like so, I can't do stuff. Um, sure. I've never been a keyboard tray person. I kind of get annoyed because they, they never feel strong enough. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, this one's okay. Um, it does come from one of the standing desk companies and it almost matches um, despite the fact that it's from a different one. Um, so I, f- I feel good with it so far. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Has it changed where, like, the height of your desk? Have you had to, like, yeah. change? I, yeah, I've, I make my desk a little bit higher now because it comes – I don't want to, like, hit my knees. Um, and definitely <laughs> right. when I'm standing, it's higher because I used to put it so that, you know, you know it's probably three inches higher because my – before I was yeah. putting it, um, typing on the top of the desktop, and now it's a couple inches below, so. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I don't use a keyboard tray – but I have a, I I splurged and just got like a really freaking big standing desk, um, and so yeah. for me real estate's not a problem. Yeah, very nice. Cool. All right, mark that addressed. 
Uh, let's go over to a discussion topic for me. I'm curious to know. Oh, so we have started experimenting with melatonin, mm-hmm. giving Jack melatonin before bed, try to help him go to sleep. Yeah. Does he have a hard time going to sleep? Yes, absolutely. This okay. is definitely a kid who would, if you let him read for two hours before bed. Okay. And would fall asleep, like, passing out. Right. <laughs> instead of, right. you know, like. Like um, head in the book. Yeah. yeah. Once the book's over, that's when he comes down and says, hey, can you tuck me in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so it, it's just been a couple of days this week st- so far, um, and it seems to do the trick. I mean, he's he's tired, and he doesn't uh, – he kind of is still kind of fighting it a little bit, but um, he's definitely, like, going in, in his room, doing our bedroom routine, our nighttime rituals, and then he's – and then when we leave, he's go, he's falling asleep. Yeah. We – yeah, I have a lot of I've got a lot of nighttime stuff, man. I okay. mean, so with three kids, we've had we've run the sure. gamut of like nighttime stuff and our 10-year-old, it's like a dream. We say goodnight oh, okay. to him and he he can fall asleep so easily. The only time he can is if someone's screaming, which unfortunately sometimes happens. Our hopefully his siblings not our, his parents. Yeah, our middle um she she was our easiest sleeper as a baby. Um, mm-hmm. And now she'll sometimes take an accidental nap during like showtime, and if she oh, does really? that, it just destroys bedtime. She's just gotcha. yeah. So she's eight. Um, but our youngest has some sensory issues, and I hmm. think that um, you know we're, we're wondering maybe ADHD or something else. But she has a really hard time winding down. Gotcha. Like really hard. So. We usually put the girls asleep in different rooms and then move the older one because there's so much activity from our youngest. She likes to read. She likes to play. Um, And we've tried both melatonin, not melatonin, uh, melatonin mixed, you know, with, uh, you know, a little cocktail of all kinds of stuff. No, not really. Uh, Just (laughs) there's there's like various levels of quality of the melatonin out there, too. Yeah. And so we've tried different ones um, and dosing and all that kind of stuff. Um, the problem what with are you her doing these days, we're not doing melatonin with her because okay. if we give her most brands of melatonin, she will wake up at 2 a.m. and be mm. very and be very awake and have Rough. a hard time falling back down, <laughs> and which is not what you want. The only thing worse no. than like not falling asleep at bedtime is not falling asleep at two in the morning. That's whew. yeah. So we, you know, when we when we do use melatonin, it's usually because there's some activity that's happened or she's really wound up from something, and we just it's just like we'll do it as a as a boost sometimes, but not on the reg. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever use melatonin? I did after jet lag or like um, mm. when I this was. What, three or four years ago when I went to Iceland, you know, it was a, it was one of those, like, we have activities later that day and we, we flew in and then we're like through the night and then we're yeah. like there in the morning. Um, and then we had activities and it's like that night and I'm supposed to go to bed on a new schedule. So I, I took right. melatonin with me for that. And that did help, I think, because I, you know, the next day I, I felt tired, but I did, I didn't feel like I'd had a hard time going to sleep with a new schedule. So, gotcha. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, just 
thought it would be interesting to hear your experience. Oh yeah, I think Melton's a great tool though. It's one of many for the nighttime tool bag for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it kind of almost sounds like too good to be true. It's like no side effects, not uh, habit forming, and like helps you fall asleep. Like that's great, right? And I think it basically, I think it is a um, a chemical that's made in the brain naturally or something. Mm. I, I I can't remember exactly. I don't think it's the same as like a fake version of a hormone. I think it actually mm. is the same chemically. Or so. It's something like that. Anyway. Gotcha. Yeah, it's 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 cool. Cool. All right. Better than when um, we were kids and they just, you know, uh, gave us Benadryl until we fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, we have, I think we've done that once with Jack. Benadryl. <laughs> yeah. I think it was around like a flight. Like we, we really oh, wanted yeah. the kid to sleep through a flight or something. Whatever. Oh, uh, okay. Back to what went well. I, I, when we started this call, I said, I'm not sure if I've talked about this, but uh, the card says my new toaster oven has really improved my sandwich game. Um, and I want to talk about it. I, I want you to talk about it. First of all, I didn't know that one sandwich game, I didn't know that one's sandwich making <laughs> was a game and that, <laughs> yeah. you know, that there's winners and losers among us. Um, yeah. So I want to, I want to know how it's, it's helped you. Cool. So uh, here's here's my new go-to move. Take two pieces of bread, butter them up, uh, open face in the toaster oven. On the one piece of bread, you put a slice of cheese. Yep. On the other piece of bread, usually a meat. Um, I made some bacon last weekend, and so I've been having um, bacon and cheese sandwiches out of my toaster oven. Sure. Yep, like you do. Yeah. So you toast those, those bad boys, um, for about, well, there's, there's like a knob on it. That's like light, medium, and dark. So I, I go to medium. You're doing a medium toast. A medium toast. And toasting is typically like what the full, it's basically the full heat, but for a short sure. amount of time, right? Yeah. Then you put those pieces together to form your sandwich and it's real good, Josh. You got toasted bread. Oh, I believe it. You got melted cheese. Oh, yeah. You got warmed up bacon. Like, it's it's wonderful. We, I think I've talked before. We don't have a microwave, and we use our toaster right. oven for most things that a lot of people would use a microwave for um, right. when it comes to reheating. Um, and I like to imagine your toaster oven, though, as, like, the, the door as you pull it open is, like, almost falling off every time. Yeah, and, I know and, it is and, falling and you gotta kinda, The handle – comes the off the handle comes off you like if you don't open it in like just the right angle it just slips off into your hand and it's terrible <laughs> but yeah it <clears throat> uh toaster oven pizza i'm a i'm a big proponent of you don't microwave oh, yeah. reheating pizza you toaster no. oven it yeah. so yeah cheese on a bread thing in the toaster oven is okay so then this weekend just did some fried eggs, and we introduced a fried egg into that sandwich. Okay, so you already had fried the egg. Right. And then you put it on top in the toaster oven. No. Uh, we assemble everything out of the toaster oven. Oh, so okay. Yep. What I just described, and then... Right, so you got like out. essentially two, two open-faced things, and then you slap yes. them together. This time you put an egg in between before you... Exactly. Before you bit in. Got it. That was pretty good. Oh, I believe that. 
I'm I'm a big fan of an egg sandwich. Oh yeah, uh, egg is nature's sauce. Ketchup sauce. Yeah, that's what I always said. <laughs> but only if it's only if the yolk is still there and saucy. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening to me about my toaster oven. <laughs> I really like the thing. Well, so you just got a new one. You said. Well, we we never had one. Um, I never had one growing up. Jess never did, so it just never occurred to us. When her sister was here uh, around the Christmas time holidays, that was a weird way I said that. Uh, she turned me on to this deal that Target was having, where it was like a hundred bucks off for this really nice toaster oven. Okay. So on a whim, a little bit, I picked it up, and my wife um, teased me mercilessly because why the hell do we need another uh, kitchen gadget? But I really like it. Totally. Oh, I'm I'm yeah. very pro toaster oven. Is it one of the new ones that's also an air fryer? That's exactly right. So okay. it has an, it has a knob with different with with various settings: bake, broil, mm-hmm. air fry, toast, right. whatever. Which means it probably has a fan in it. I mean, I think that's the, correct. The yep. new the new thing. I would love a new one. We don't really have countertop space, but we've gotcha. had ours since I was making Red Baron one dollar <laughs> pizzas in there our first year of marriage. You know. Sure. Like we've had it for a while. Yeah. It's seen some things. Yeah. So for the air fryer setting, that's what I would use for like um, doing some chicken nuggets and, and then they oh, come yeah. out more crispy. Oh, nice. Nice. That's good. That's a good idea. Okay. Well, you got, a, you got me talking about food. I wonder if there's anything uh, that we could segue. Yeah. Speaking of food, uh, what's for <laughs> dinner, Josh? Uh, how about you? How about you tell me what I'm having for dinner? I think it's pizza night. Yeah, I think you're going to order three of them. Yeah, at least, at least. Yeah, probably three. Uh, which which place? Tonight's probably Donato's, but I'm not sure. Mm. Okay. I, I one of these days I'm going to take back over the the ordering. Um, mm. You know, we swap, we kind of swap, but it's been a couple gotcha. weeks since I've I've ordered, and I I tend to like. You know, let's try a new place. You know, I, I just want to know. But yeah. we, you know, we have that constraint that it ha- they have to have decent gluten-free pizza, which, in our mind, decent is eh, pretty good. <laughs> gotta ha- they gotta have pretty good pizza. Gotcha. Okay, for us, I'm trying to find the name of the place. We, I think we're going to a Thai place tonight. Um, yeah, Thai place. Mm. Uh, because we're going to see a show tonight. We're going to see um, a, like kind of a local theater here is doing a show I've never heard of. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're going to have dinner at this Thai restaurant beforehand. Very nice. So I'm imagining that Jack is at the grandparents? That's exactly right. Okay, cool. Okay, what's your go-to at, Thai, at a Thai place? Do you have a go-to? I wish I had a better answer for this. I'm just bringing up their menu now. Maybe I'll do like a... Like a curry? That's the correct answer, I think. Okay. That's what I always get. Uh, I see a red curry here. Bamboo shoot, Thai basil, red chili. You're going to like that. I think I might like that. I, or, or at least I'm going to like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Dunk, duck confit one? Ooh. Duck leg. You're going to a Tomato some kind of, and pineapple? This is, this is some kind of fancy Thai restaurant. They got the word confit so. on there. <laughs> oh, um, one more thought before we sign off here. Um, Artsy recently introduced new uh, prizes <laughs> that that you get at different levels of um, anniversary. 
Okay. Um, so at your five-year mark, they will pay for a museum membership. Okay, so this is for in, in, like an employee rewards. Exactly. Okay, cool. So I made five years in January, uh-huh. and they just started this program, so they're working out the kinks on the administration of it. But anyway, yeah. I got an email saying, go ahead and book your museum membership, and then here's the process to get reimbursed. Or okay, cool. Yeah, so you, you have you already picked a museum? Yeah, so there's a – I mean – there's a very cool museum here called the Walker Art Center, and you may know of it because Minneapolis is sometimes connected with the spoon and the cherry sculpture. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you've ever seen this, um, that's the Walker. Um, ah, okay. And so people tend to think of it for the outside um, sculpture garden, but it, but it's it's a full – But there's know, an art, art museum inside that yep. is just mm-hmm. as respectable. Got it. Totally. Yeah, and I I'm not there nearly as enough or as much as I should, and so hopefully this membership will um, get me going there. Yeah, very nice, very nice. That's exciting, yeah. man. Congratulations on five. Yeah, I can't believe I've been there five years. Yeah, you weren't even at Hash Rocket for five years. I don't think it's true. I wasn't. Certainly not even contiguous. When no, sl- no, even when you slap yeah, them together, yeah. I'm not sure it hit. You hit five. Yeah. It's been interesting being at a shop for five years and seeing technical choices persist for longer mm-hmm. than a uh, consulting contract. Yeah, I'm, totally. I'm really glad that I'm doing this. Yep. Yep. Stakes are higher when you have to lay in the bed you made or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The stakes are higher when you have to lay in the bed you made. That's right. <laughs> I think that's what they say. Anyway. All right, Josh, I think this is a really good episode. I think you're doing a great job, and I hope to talk to you next week. All right. You're doing a you know, okay job yourself, so I That's love fine. you. Love you, too. Bye. Bye.